Thanks so much for listening. Well, there is a pretty big debt hangover in American. I'm talking about really corporate, corporate America. They have a very serious problem on their hands regarding getting, getting, well, all of the brick and mortar locations, urban throughout the United States, throughout all of North America, they're empty. And this is not just a problem for state and local budgets. The states don't really make their own money anymore. They're really ciphers for Treasury. Treasury is just the feds are just throwing money at cities and states. That's been going on since 2008. But in the end, you've got to have, well, cash flow. You've got to have things functioning. And there's a great debt hangover. Some companies, look, there are companies in the United States. The S&P 500 is loaded with them. And they've got reasonably good cash flow. What they're doing is paying off all the short-term investment-grade debt that they have. They have to do that primarily because there's too much uncertainty with the only game in town, and that is basically consumer spending. Jacking up prices and cutting labor costs really won't work anymore. This is ultimately the the game, the, the only thing that private equity has ever been able to do is basically make firms look good on paper. As far as getting people in the door to spend the money, um, that they've never been able to do. Bankruptcy is very high in the United States, but it's orderly and it's even, and it isn't really a surprise. The biggest surprise is the effect of rising interest rates on large listed corporations. Their their compliance costs are massive, and that's why Dell and a, a lot of other companies are just getting out. They're, they, they don't want to deal with the hangover, the enormous amount of money that is spent on compliance costs. They have debts that are mostly investment-grade and if you take just a few numbers, the S&P 500, which is the index of large American firms, they account for well over 70% of all U.S. employment. They account for about 75% of capital investment in the United States, and they are 85% of market capitalization. This is massive. Now, in the years leading up to the pandemic, all of these non-financial companies – in the indice, they splashed enormous cash on capital investments. That's and shareholder payouts that they generated from their operations. That and government spending—that's the source of their of our GDP. With ever rising interest rates, and interest rates is all about the cost of money. At the current debt levels, every percentage point rise in interest rate wipes out. 5% of the combined earnings of these firms. So they're being squeezed. That means borrowing money in order to fork it out to shareholders really doesn't work anymore. They've got to do what the smart boys in private equity have gotten away with, which is the mythology that they make companies uh more profitable. Of course they do on paper when you're dealing with the really with two things, the nature of fiat money in an age of financial repression. The 
the time has now long since passed when the smart boys at the PE private equity are going to have to start realizing what everybody else realizes, that the United States is lucky in the sense that we have a political economy that is primarily run on fiat money that for decades has been zero cost. Second thing, we've got very deep a rules-based order here that's based on consumer spending. If you cannot get people in the door to spend the money, it isn't going to matter what the accountants and all the investment-grade consultants do for you. The boys at PE are long since gone, and we're back to both financial repression and the, the only game in town, and that is consumer spending. My name is William Holland. This is the William Holland Radio Program here, live from Connecticut.